As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences Each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to the Dumb Dad Podcast. My name is Evan, and I'm a dumb dad. Hey, everybody. My name is Kevin, and I am a dumb dad. So I know a small amount of stress can be helpful, you know, like when we're encouraging our kids to like rise above the challenge. But like what I'm struggling with is knowing when it's too much for them. I totally agree. Particularly with everything that's gone on in the last couple of years, it's hard to know that balance as parents. We recently joined Little Otter, and it's really helping my family. Their expert at parenting support is really great, allows us to message, schedule appointments, track our family's progress, all in the app. That's perfect. All the information online can be overwhelming, and it can be hard to know what to trust, because I don't know sometimes when they tell me to, like, just use soybean oil, and I don't think that's going to work. It just adds more stress, is my point. Yeah, soybean oil can be confusing, but Little Otter removes the stress and provides expert evidence-based guidance and support. Check out their website, littleotterhealth.com, for more information. Cheers, my friend. Cheers to you. Oh, cheers right over the audio equipment. Mm, Very responsible. That's us the to worst that. that could happen. Kevin, tell me about this uh, quite special and really fun brewski you brought into the uh, studio this evening. I got us today... The Quinta Brewery Even Par IPA. More specifically, Even Par 7.2. 7.2. Evan, explain to people why 7.2 is a good number for. Well, this is out. It's in uh, La Quinta, which is in Palm Desert. Yeah, the yeah Palm, Palm Desert, Desert Palm Springs area. It's This is like literally a, a beer about golf. La Quinta IPA, Even Par 7.2. Most golf courses are a par 72. Yep. Which I, th I told you this when you showed this to me. 
they must have really you must really have to get the balance right. I don't know how hard it is to get like I need it to be seven point two percent alcohol, right? Or because it's got to be, or it's not, or it's not, <laughs> or it's just not going to be, or it's just nineteenth whole beer, <laughs> the but, backup idea. Right. But yeah, I got this beer. I went golfing in the La Quinta area with my dad mm-hmm. this past week and. We had a beer on the back nine, and they were like, we have this even par IPA. I was like, well, it's the only way I'll have an even par all day. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it for this, this week on no. the Dumb Dad Podcast. I did it with a dad joke. <laughs> so, yeah, shout out to your dad. Did he, uh, did he wax you? Did he beat you up pretty good? Did you take his money? Uh, no, he beat me, but I wouldn't say he beat me up pretty good. Like It was probably some of the best golf I've played in a while, and I haven't played in months. Uh, that's what that's how that's another way in which golf will get you yeah it's been a while and then you you know you lace it up and do it and it's like man oh i gotta start doing this again i get it now this seemed really simple today yeah focused on the basics and did all right yeah my dad did beat me but it was like yeah it was like oh i played okay but yeah i went to so to tell that part of the story is it is um it is spring break for yeah. uh for us in the los angeles area and we both kind of planned accordingly i'll let you tell your story sure but uh mine was uh we went to my parents and they live as evan said in the palm desert area they have a pool which we don't have so the kids always look forward to going there and we got a pond. they love seeing their grandparents a pond in a pool a pool pond to be good for you <laughs> pond to be good for me that's where i put my golf balls try to store them when i'm done using them it's a little caddyshack reference for you yeah and yeah so we went there we went on a saturday and then we stayed there until wednesday which was nice like it was we were all so exhausted by the end but it was one of those things that was like yeah but this is this is taking up some of the spring break that's what spring break is now with kids it's about running out the clock yeah (laughs) because you get into this well-rehearsed rhythm of Mm -hmm. parenting and school and homework and going back and dinner and next thing you know it's like by the way they now have a week of free time yeah your schedule is the same your schedule is the same or worse (laughs) or yeah (laughs) yeah your schedule just got a lot more complicated yeah might want to have a plan so our plan was just dump them on the grandparents yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they did work they did work during the the weekdays so your parents Monday, still Tuesday, work yeah. yeah but it was like it made it that much easier for me because we'd wake up in the morning the kids would have breakfast this is during the weekdays on a weekend we did a bunch of stuff but it was um it was like all right let's go in the pool and just spent the day in the pool and just did that every day it was pretty sweet but by the last day my daughter who is like a fish now she was like i bet some people have listened to the podcast in the past. She had a real trouble with the pool for a while there. She was really scared yeah. of getting going under, getting her face wet. Like just yeah. really, I don't know what it was, but one day we just gave her goggles and then fish girl. And now she can take the <laughs> goggles off and still dunk her face. It's not like that's like a shield for her, sure. but that was like what introduced it. Sure. So she was swimming all week. And the last day I went swimming with my son and she just comes out in a dress and I was like, did you want to put on your bathing suit and come in? She's like, no. And no. then just cannonballed in. Yeah. <laughs> no, she didn't want to. She didn't want to come in at all. She was just fried. Uh, they both were. They were both like. Swam out. Done. Yeah, they were both just wrecked by the end, which is exactly what we wanted. How's little Duder? Three Little three wrecks. Can he, I mean, he can't swim, obviously, but what do you do? Life vest him or we water the, wing him or both? 
Uh, or just toss him in the deep end and say, survive, and then go get him. You just kind of play keepy-uppy with your kid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little bluey reference there for you. Um, we He wears like pads on his back. He wears like a little, little buckle across sure. the belly, and on his back he had four pads. We brought him down to three or did we bring them from three down to two so you I think remove them and four, then it's like four. they don't they're not as buoyant and so they have a it's four more. it's four floaty pads like I see. little square rectangle things that go right on his back that are mm-hmm. laced through with the with the buckle yeah and as they get to be a stronger swimmer you see them like if they're it's, it's like torture you like watch them in the pool and you go <laughs> huh that's going too well for you sitting on top of the water you're having too much fun let me take a pad away and suddenly you'll start you know build a little bit of reality into it so it it only took him a day to adjust to the the next level so it's like yeah every time uh my my mom said we had something similar when i was a kid it was like a it was like a basically like a big balloon on the back and you just let a little air out over time and eventually you're just swimming that's so funny that you reference that thing your son wears or that thing you had there. Like we had water wings. That's all I remember. Yeah. I mean, if it was like my, uh, we used to go fishing with my, my grandpa. And so we wore life vests. But other than that, if we went swimming, it was like water wings. That's what I, that was it. I never, yeah, I, I think, don't remember anything else. I think these, I mean, I don't know which is better. I'm not a swim instructor. I assume the one that my son had is better than water wings because then the arms can do everything the arms need to do. There's no restriction on the arms, which is the part that keeps you up. Yeah. I remember like when, uh, when I was a kid, you know, you wear the water wings and mm-hmm. they're blown up super tight. Yeah. And then it's like cheap water wings. And so where the plastic is molded together, yeah. it like scrapes your cheek. Or the oh, or the yeah. valve comes undone and it's scraping your pokes your ear or whatever and so sw- it's like uncomfortable to swim so you pull them down. Mm-hmm. I remember that and then but they're so stuck to your arm. You remember that? Yeah, like they're, they're like, like hugging so, like, you. welded to your arm. Yeah. <laughs> you can't like slide it. I off. did wear those. I do remember all of that. <laughs> that stuff was a nightmare. Um, yeah, that was horrendous. But yeah, so he was he was good with that. We we went one. We went one pad down, one block down, and at first he was like, this isn't great. I don't think I like this. And then by the next day, he was like he'd been doing it the whole time. I remember pre-lockdown, both of our kids were in swim lessons, right? Did your, did, did uh, Julian, was he ever in swim lessons? Before lockdown? Yeah, in uh, like was at, 11 at the Y. Months. Yeah, but you can still, that's. Oh, right, that's right. We used to do the, the we did it with my daughter. We it's like it was floating rid- class. Oh, it was ridiculous. But but getting that it used was, to just being in the water. It's true, and I, yeah, we didn't take. I don't know. We didn't do that with him. Um, I think maybe we were going to. I don't remember. But what we yeah. would do is go to my uh, parents' house. And <laughs> I have read this is what you do, and it kind of worked. But you you blow on your kid's face a little, and uh-huh. then right on their face, and they when they're like babies, they go, <gasps> yeah, and then and dunk then, really quick, and then dunk them underwater, yeah. Uh, yeah, we did that with my son. Definitely it, worked. We did it with my son, and it definitely worked. We did, but they definitely come out of the water like, oh, what? shocked! Why would you do that to me? Shocked, <laughs> because it's also involuntary, like <laughs> reflex to breathe in. Yeah. So what they know is like you go, and they go, oh, come on, <gasps> like they, yeah, <laughs> they can't control yeah. it. The first time was a surprise. Every time yeah. after that is like, this is exhausting. Yeah. Why are we doing this? But it's helped my son because he's not afraid to get his face wet or anything. Sure. And I was testing those waters, literally, um, at the pool by like the pH I, I threw him. A, I threw him a couple times, like just like grabbed him, tossed him, and he went completely under and came back up. And he was just like <sighs> huge eyes. 
Huge eyes. Huge eyeballs. Huge eyes. Um, <laughs> which is fair. I threw you. It's a, a none, none of your reaction is invalid. Yeah. But I only did it a couple times because I didn't want to upset him, but I wanted him to be like, you want to keep that, like, get used to your face being wet because that's a pool, man. Yeah. But, yeah. What a benefit that is to have a pool pretty I mean, I mean, whatever. What is it? Two and a half hours out to your mom and dad's, something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Great benefit, though, to at least whatever a few times a year, if you want, go over there and swim. I mean, yeah, and it's nostalgia for me personally. My, I grew up without a swimming pool, and oh, you didn't have a swimming pool out in uh, Boston that would just freeze over for like eight months out of the year, and you'd just ice skate and then swim for two months. But my grandfather did, <laughs> who lived fifteen minutes away. <laughs> <laughs> but it, no it was um big hockey guy big hockey guy <laughs> big played, bruins guy he played uh he had a bunch of squirrels uh trained <laughs> to reenact famous uh before they existed hockey games stanley cups oh. <laughs> um but no it was very nostalgic for me like that that was where we used to go to go swimming was like we went to lakes and stuff like that in the ocean and stuff but it was Always like going to Nana Grandpa's is fun because we're going to go to the pool. And uh, it's, it's really you, fun my, seeing my kids have exactly that. It's like, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. I tease you, but my aunt and uncle had a pool in, in Seattle, Seattle, which is like sort of as, but it's funny though, when you're a kid. Which is nice in Seattle because you don't ever have to like refill the pool. It's true. It's just going to fill up. When you're an adult, like there's a pretty narrow window of temperature. Well, not narrow window, but like a pretty, um, a high line, let's say the bar is high for what's yes. like hot enough to go swimming where if yes. you're a kid and swimming is on the table, if the water's 70 and it's like 70 outside, they're like, can we go swimming? Mm-hmm. If the opportunity's there and they don't get to do it very much. So, you know, you remember doing yeah. that and thinking like, it's going to be so cold for the first five minutes, but if you like it enough, you'll get over. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, it's bad when as an adult and you're in the pool and you're like, this is Okay. This is really cold, but I'm I'm okay. And then you're watching them swim, and you're just like going, <laughs> yeah, teeth chattering. Yeah, you're like, oh no, I'm actually very cold. <laughs> yeah, I remember being a kid, and you like wanted to continue swimming so bad, but your teeth are literally chattering. Yeah, yeah, and like you're sh- shivering, <laughs> shivering, having the time of your life. Yep, best time ever. <laughs> so, how was the road trip portion of it? Because we both took road trips. Now, not extensive road trips, but you're still in the car for way longer than kids can hold going to the bathroom for the most part. I had a journey. Uh, <laughs> I had a journey. So on the way there, we hit uh, extensive traffic. Yeah. You'd think that... Well, because it's... Sh- Did you jinx yourself? Should only be in about two and a half hours. Red lines. Red lines. No, you jinx yourself by... You jinx yourself by leaving on the first Saturday of spring break. That's how you jinx <laughs> to yourself. To go to like the closest, most accessible, fun place to travel Warmer to area. from LA. Yeah. <laughs> that's where you that's where you make an error. So we went on this road trip for a very long time and then we stopped for we stopped for lunch. Uh-huh. What'd you get? Um, oh, I don't remember what it's called. I had never been to it before the fast oh. food place. Oh. Uh, it, it was good. It, it was delicious. Sorry, we're not shouting you out, but, you know. No freebies. No, no, no freebies. <laughs> yes, I forgot because you're not paying us. Um, but we got some fast food. Kids went to the bathroom. We hit the road. It took us... Um, mm, if normally it takes two and a half hours, I would say it took us four. After a while, you just stop looking. 
Yeah. Yeah. It was like, we get there when we get there. What, yeah, what are we doing? Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's what's dead. Yeah. Stop asking. We get there when we get there. I mean, I leave, I leave the navigation on in case it comes up with tricky ideas. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that took us about four. <laughs> and then I had to, here's my journey. So uh, I am an actor for the people that I don't know. And I get auditions. And for me, all I mostly audition for is commercials. And commercials are where the money is. Big paydays. Yep. So I didn't book out. Which means you tell your agent, hey, I, I am, I'm unavailable. I'll be in Palm Springs. I was just like, we have no set plans on any of these days. So sure. if I get called for an audition, I'm going to go back. I got called for an audition. I had to go back. So <laughs> <laughs> I hated it. And I got some thinking done. So luckily, both of those were two hours, two and a half hours each way. Boom, boom. Did the audition, came back. And yeah. it's not great for gas prices these days, but. Well, here's the fun part. Um, <laughs> so I drive there. And then I drive back. I learned definitively that I can drive to and from my parents on one tank of gas. Never knew that for sure. Found out the hard <laughs> Tested way. Tested it. Got it done. The reason why I never stopped for gas is because we had tickets that night to the zoo. And now it's just a In the desert. The clock. Yeah, they have like a, they have kind of like zoo lights for that. They do a Christmas out here or a sure. lot of zoos do. Sure. But it was just, I guess this company that came out, it was really cool and I made it on time. But anyway, so we drive, we go to the zoo. The kids were a nightmare. It was not a great experience. Did they not get enough wiggles out after the the car ride? This was on I don't know, Thursday? Either way, they no, obviously it wasn't Thursday. We went on Saturday. So it must have been on (laughs) Monday or Tuesday. Uh, Either way, they were they were pretty fried. I like how blocked out of this entire experience you were. Don't know where we ate. Not Don't even sure what day we went to the zoo. I know we went there. <laughs> but the kids were getting like the last throw. Like we went late because of me, because of the audition. Sure. Because I got back at like 630. Yeah. So we left at like seven. So we got there at 730. We got there at bedtime. To the zoo. To the zoo. Whoops. Yeah. And uh they were just like running around way too much. And it was one of those things where we had like my wife and I caught ourselves. We're like yelling at them too much because they were doing a horrible job listening and just like running around going too far. Yeah. And then they, they hit a wall. They hit a, they had like a medium spot where it was okay for a bit. And then they just hit a wall where they were both just miserable creatures and they were just angry and upset. And that was like my dumb dad moment right there was taking like, your kids to the zoo after their bedtime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it was really pretty <laughs> <laughs> and I was glad we went. It was a memory forever. And then to cap it all off <laughs> of the whole trip finishing off here was the last day. It's Wednesday. We are planning on leaving in two hours is the plan. Okay. What time is it in the morning? Mm-hmm. No, uh, no, it's or the, later. This is the afternoon because what, what we're going to do is my parents going to come home from work. They get home relatively early, four four thirty. Okay, and we're all going to have dinner at maybe let's say five thirty, mm-hmm. and then we can hit the road at let's say six thirty. Sure, sounds like a great plan. <laughs> so I'm just like, <laughs> which w- doesn't matter. Walking around, nothing matters. <laughs> so I'm just walking around the house, and I see in the bathroom, I see a little bit of water. At the base of the toilet. Uh, well, well, that's no big deal. You got children that wash their hands in a messy way. What could be the harm? That's in that? what I'm thinking too. <laughs> so now I get a towel, I clean it up, and then I just kind of like lift the toilet, just a, the 
littlest bit of pressure. Just let me like lift this front end and watch some water. You picked the toilet up off the ground. Let's just say. Like, like leaned against it. Like I didn't. Yeah. I didn't try to actively move it. I just like stood on the edge of it and then yeah. jumped a little bit. And I watched a little more water come out. Uh-huh. And I was like, hmm. mm-hmm. I set it back down mm-hmm. and I come back. Mm-hmm. I came back. Big pool of water. <laughs> so now I'm I a- wiped you up. You should go away now. So so I'm like, all right, I've remodeled my bathroom. I'll fix this real quick. Well, I looked it up and I was like, okay, <laughs> my dad's not home yet at this point in the story. <laughs> I said, him, I go, you did a wonderful job and I changed the sink out and put yeah. a new mirror in my bathroom. Yeah. So I'm, I can handle toilets. I can handle anything in a bathroom. Now. I can handle anything in a bathroom. <laughs> no, showers still terrify me, but I did have that attitude. <laughs> I certainly had that attitude, like <laughs> yeah. an idiot. Soaring confidence after your recent soaring confidence. Which, if you know my bathroom experience, I shouldn't have soaring <laughs> confidence. So I, so I just like looking up, and uh, I was like, "Oh, it's either the bolts are loose, or, um, or the wax ring, which is the ring at the very, very bottom where yep. where all the waste goes, and it kind of makes a seal." It's the first it's, thing you put down on the ground. Yes, before you put a toilet, put the on, toilet on there. And I was like, okay, it's either this or this. So I checked the bolts. They're all bone dry and seemed fine. So I was like, dad, you pick up a wax ring on your way home from work. And he was like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, your, your, your guest toilet is, uh, is, is, is leaking. Uh, I'm just going to change out the wax rings. Go ahead and bring that home. So I drained the toilet. Uh, I unscrew it from like the bolts in the ground. Yep. I lift it up. Boom. No water comes gushing out. Like I did a good job draining it. Sure. Like I was a good, good, good. Was a good win. I had emptied the tank in the back. Yep. Did, did it all by the book. Put that down on a towel and I look and I'm like, yeah, this is, what have I done? <laughs> because what happened? Well, because there was just a wax ring there that was looking just pretty terrible and it was filthy. It was, I mean, it's the bottom of oh, a, weird. it's the bottom of a yeah, toilet. Weird. So, uh, it's the barrier yeah. between you and a nightmare. Yeah. And so I pop that wax. I'm wearing gloves. I pop the wax ring off, throw that in the trash. Uh, and now I'm cleaning up the area of where the toilet was because it leaked. It was unsettling. <laughs> and <laughs> I clean that area. I clean that area up and I'm like, oh, okay. I think I'm okay here. Now I just need to put the new wax ring down. But let me clean off the, the bolt, which are two screws that come out of the ground. You know, those little like white nubs they have on the bottom of your toilet. That's where your screws are if you didn't know. Yeah. And I was like, well, let me clean these off. <laughs> so uh-huh. I cleaned them off. And then I was like, all right, let me just tighten this. Well, let me make sure this one is tight before I proceed in case it, it was the bolts and the wax ring is fine. Either way, I'm replacing the wax ring. And I grab it and literally like pops right off. <laughs> like, oh. Clean break. Oh. Like perfectly snapped off. And then I was like, <sighs> okay. Yet another reminder, when you start a home project yourself, this is exactly how you end up going back back to the department or the big box store to get your accessory that you just broke. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go to the hardware store. How long till dinner? And he's like, about an hour. I was like, great. I'll see you in a bit. <laughs> I drive. <laughs> I'll be right back. Uh, I drive to Home Depot. I ask them uh, for where the toilet bowl bolts are. They show me. I get them. I asked him, I go, should I have a safety washer underneath? Like it doesn't, it comes with the washer on top. Should I have another one? And that's when you know, you're not talking to the right people when they just go, uh, oh, sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. that's, that's your toilet problem, not yeah. mine, pal. I work in flooring. Yeah. <laughs> I don't work here. I collect the cards. But <laughs> Why are you wearing an orange apron? Yeah. <laughs> so I get back home and I, uh, I replace the bolts put the wax ring down 
remove the, I didn't say I did this, but you put a little, little pro tip. You put a rag uh, down that drain hole. Yes. So that uh, noxious gases don't Yeah. First mistake you. I made with my father when we replaced a toilet together was taking a deep breath after we removed the toilet. Oh. Not a smart move. Yeah. Plug that up. And then I replaced the bolts, got the toilet on there with the, with the rack, wax ring, and uh, closed up shop. Washed my hands and ate dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, I'm assuming, I love that you fixed it while your dad is at work. You're taking, uh, you know, taking some responsibility in the household. You saw the problem. You fixed the problem. Well, he came home with the wax ring. But yeah, I, I, I did do the whole project by myself because he was, he was maintaining dinner and he would come in. He was like, can I help? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even I, know if I'm doing I, this right. I way too confidently said I would handle this. <laughs> I, with way too much confidence, was like, no, this is fine. Walk away. I got this. Yeah. How hard can this be? Yeah. There's a hole in the floor. You got to put a toilet over it. And uh, worst case scenario, uh, all of your waste blasts all over the bathroom floor because I installed it wrong. <laughs> As if it reverses. Yeah. Explodes it out of there. That, that capped off my trip. And then I hit the road. You hit the road right like after, after that the, meal. After the test flush. Yeah. Well, that, that was the thing. It was like eating, thinking about the toilet. Like, man, I hope I, I'd feel really bad if like after I finish this meal, I go and there's just a, just a huge puddle of water. Yeah. <laughs> just like sitting Null there. and void. Yeah. All right. Well, I've got to hit the road. I got kids that need to be in bed. See ya. Good luck with that. Yeah. Before we continue with the show, I wanted to talk a little bit about Noom. Especially as parents, I think we find we feel out of control at times. But Noom is here to help people take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. The cool thing about Noom is that you can tailor it to your habits. Noom understands that everybody's weight loss journey is unique, and what works for someone else doesn't mean it's going to work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible, it focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work toward goals at a pace that's comfortable to you. Listen, we don't have time as parents, so you got to find the little time. Personalized lessons to help you gain confidence and practical knowledge, one-on-one coaching, and cognitive behavioral approach that teaches you how to be mindful of your habits. I think as parents, we would all love a little bit more consistency, right? So listen to this. 75% of Noom weight users finished the program, and more than 60% of the users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. If I finish 75% of the tasks I'm supposed to do at my house, it'd be in tip-top shape. Let's just put it that way. So... To start building better habits for healthier, long-term results, sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash believe. Again, that's Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V. I remember my, I was uh, the place we were renting, there was a crack in like the tank of the toilet, a small crack, a little hairline mm-hmm. crack, and so it was like just dripping, like a little drip, drip, drip. So it was like, oh, this toilet needs to be replaced. This toilet's probably like 15 years old. I don't really feel like calling the landlord and having this take a week. Mm-hmm. So my dad and I just like drove to Home Depot. I was like, look, hey, we're just going to go get a toilet. We'll just go get a toilet right now. Yeah. This was a couple years ago. And that was kind of the same thing. First experience, figure this out, don't know how to do it. But how hard can it be, you know? How hard can it be? And I was still, I'm always, I'm, you're the same way. I mean, like, we're always in joke mode. Yeah. And we're at Home Depot. There's like a wall of toilets. And there's like yep. 50 toilets, yeah. which is insane. It's a lot of toilets. So we finally get the guy to come over there and I'm going, <laughs> I know my dad is like, 
rolling his eyes at his son because we're just like asking him the difference between a couple of them. But I go, do you have any idea which one is the most comfortable? Because I'm going to be sitting there for a while. <laughs> and the guy's just looking at me like, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, and then I think at one point I asked him like, now there's two buttons on there. Is one like this? So if you're going little and if you're going big, is that what those are for? And the guy's just like, <laughs> you could tell the guy's just like, I don't know, man. This is, you know, this one's 120 bucks. This one's $100. What do you want? What do you want from me, man? Hey, does any of these have a loft that settles in a way that I don't get the pins and needles in my toes when I'm on there for too long? <laughs> But yeah, all in all, it's not that difficult to do. It's just a bit of a process. You have to get the wax ring was a bit wild. That's what I wanted to tell people. It's it was not that difficult to do. Not that difficult. I think the it's big a- commitment that you had to do was again wear gloves. Was you clean the toilet and then you apply the wax ring and don't be gentle with that thing because you have to make a seal. It's got yeah. It's got to like it's you kind of like sit it down and then like really push and push and push until it like squishes into place because it's like it's the, a seal but then it's like really the box that i read had me uh hold the toilet upside down which i just put on its side put the wax ring on yeah you use put your it on hand, the toilet first put it and use your hand and smush it on there uh-huh and then i put it down and yeah yeah and then you bolt it in guys you can do it you, you can, can do it yourself but i'll tell you this it really only takes a pretty unstoppable leak underneath your sink or as i said a a mistake of taking a whiff of mm-hmm. what's going on underneath there mm-hmm. for you to realize why plumbers are $50 an hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause like that was like the whole thing that my dad and we're joking about the whole time. Plumbers are 50 bucks an hour. Not enough. <laughs> no, you call a guy who's 50 bucks an hour. He's going to handle all that for you. You don't even have to think about it. Mm-hmm. That's why. Yeah. Because you don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. But, but I if did. you do, it's a learning experience and it's really not that difficult. But those that's the fine line is like, that's why it's 50 bucks because you're like, I don't want to do that. That ma- sounds disgusting. I made an Instagram story about it and I said, uh, I don't know when I became this dad. I don't know when I became this guy. Yeah. But, you know, tinkering and now I'm at Home Depot. The day I should be, le- I should be leaving in 45 minutes when I made that post. Like. <laughs> I should be on the road. I should be on the road, but I, I was yeah. coming back from Home Depot. Did you drive to Home Depot with a packed car, or did you still have to go back and do that? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I think it was like half packed. Sure. But um, I remember when I was leaving, my mom was like, You ah. went into the bathroom to get the toiletry bag, and it was like, Why is the floor wet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was one of those dad moves of just like, Seems to be some water Ugh. collecting in the base of that toilet. <sighs> Foreign pool of water here where there shouldn't be one. Looks too clear to be my children's. Um, <laughs> Let's investigate. But it was like one of those things when I was leaving, my mom was like, thank you. She's like, sorry, you had to deal with the toilet. I'm sure that's not what you want to do before you leave. And I was like, I don't know what happened to me, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> Let me tell you something. There's two different types of people. I think it's totally fine to recognize the problem and call somebody right away. 100%. Because no, that's also solving the problem. Yes. So there's nothing wrong with that. There, There's the curiosity in the type of people that we are. I'm the same way. I bet I could do this myself. And then it becomes mm-hmm. a... I think that's the thing. Like It becomes a project. And then what is the trope? The wife gets mad because it took longer than it should. And you had to spend more money than you should. And all this kind of... That's like the trope of it. Yeah. But there really is something to be said about going, I think I could figure this, figure this out myself. And then you feel so accomplished when you do it. It's funny how you said, take a whiff <laughs> when you take the toilet off. Because I had taken the toilet off and then plugged the whole... But I did take a big like sigh of relief. Yeah. Because like 
I knew what I, to expect when I removed the toilet, but there is that small part of you that like you lift it and go, oh no, there's other things happening here. <laughs> yeah. I also will say this. I thought it was super interesting learning how a toilet works, considering there's a, there's a pipe behind the wall that goes up through the ceiling that's an open vent, a completely open vent yeah. to the outside world. Because if you, because of suction, if you just flushed a toilet down a hole that was sealed, it wouldn't go down. Right. It needs to have like a vent to like vacuum, mm-hmm. pull the water down. Yeah. Which I thought was incredibly interesting. You know, it's like, I don't know. I didn't know that. Right. I mean, you're looking online. It's like, well, make sure, because if your toilet is clogged, uh, is clogged, you can go up to the roof and snake it from the roof, which I've done before when our toilet was really, really clogged. I didn't it even know you could do something like that. It must have been really clogged. It to was go. really clogged. We don't need to discuss it. We don't need to do that. Pictures we probably already Instagram gone far enough. Stories. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> We've already gone far enough. But, but how, how was your trip? It was great. We decided we okay. So it was sort of a, a it was sort of a destination trip for a certain reason. Mm-hmm. My uh, as our wives in this past pandemic have gotten into mm-hmm. running and has have ran a couple half marathons uh, mm-hmm. during spring break. My wife ran a half marathon uh, down in San Diego. So we drove down to and San finished. Diego and finished. Congratulations, so, Katie! Congratulations, babe! I love you so much, and I'm so proud of you. I uh, could never do that and will never try. Um, <laughs> there was a couple of people then that we knew as well, and they were like, so you're not going to get into this? Oh, no, you're not going to try. It's like, somebody's got to watch the kids. That's my excuse. Don't ask me again. It's a great excuse. Yeah, right? It's built in. But so that was the des- that was why we chose San Diego for mm-hmm. the time. was great. The timing was great. And then, you know, it's typically three hours, probably to uh-huh. closer to four and a half. Same thing. Caught traffic like three separate times. Mm-hmm. Just rough stuff. I mean, I can't even tell you how much more appreciative. I mean, the whole thing in the modern day of parenting is like, whatever. It, at first, it was like probably kids sitting in front of the radio for way too long. And then our age is sitting in front of the TV watching cartoons for way too long. And now it's screen time, right? It's just mm-hmm. generally, generationally what the concern is. But man, I've never been more supportive or thankful of screen time and headphones than a road trip and your kids are just silent for like 90 consecutive minutes yeah it's pretty because nice. you got it charged you got stuff downloaded on there and put the headphones on there and watch all the cartoons that you love and want it's just like this is vacation how many get it done how many bathroom breaks are we talking i think both times we only stopped once okay on the way home it was much better and this was the painful thing on the way home. It only took us like shy of three hours to get home. We were mm-hmm. cruising yeah. and still had to stop like 30 minutes before home, which mm. is infuriating as an adult and as a parent. I will say real quick on the way home, I mean, 20 minutes into the ride, my daughter goes, I have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. I, I don't know what's worse. It's like 20 minutes. I probably, I don't know, 20 minutes in or 20 minutes left. Both of those are equally like very frustrating to like. And again, 20 minutes left is, I think, worse because you've been on the road. Yeah. I don't blame the kids. The kids got to go to the bathroom. They don't know how to, but I mean. But here's what we did. Oh, man, it's frustrating. So I wouldn't, we wouldn't pull this move with my son because he's younger and less yeah. potty adept. Yeah. You'll just promise him that you'll take him but, to the bathroom before you head home at the zoo yeah. and then just don't take him. Exactly. <laughs> Listen to past podcasts for that. My daughter goes, I have to go to the bathroom. We were like, I thought you already went, like, before we left. <laughs> what a parent thing to say. I thought you already went. And, oh, you're right, I did. And she, I guess I don't have to go anymore. <laughs> she said, I did, but I have to go again. And we went, hmm, do you think you can hold it? And she goes, I mean, I'll, here's the, it's like one of those times. Negotiate. It's one of those times where a kid talks, like, way older than they are. And she goes, 
<sighs> okay, here's the deal. I will try, um, but if I really have to go, I'm going to let you know. And we were like, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's what you just did, but okay. <laughs> we never stopped. <laughs> on the way there? On the way, on the way home. On the way home. So she said 20 you minutes into stops. the ride on the way home. She said, I have to go to the bathroom. We said, do you think you can hold it? And she's like, I mean, I could, I'm going to try. But if I can't, you're going to hear about it. And we were like, okay, deal. So it was like and an then, inkling of maybe feeling like she needed to go and then got think, distracted and realized she didn't. And she was just go. on her iPad the whole way, baby. That is wild. And we got home and I had to, she, she walked in the door. I went, don't you have to go to the bathroom? She's like, right. Yeah. Oh, no. I went like 10 minutes after oh, that. Yeah. You know, throw out the car seat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so um, San Diego was awesome. It's such a cool city. Yeah. I've been I've been there like I don't know three four times. Same every time. It's so awesome. The weather's great. We had, we rented we did an Airbnb. We had a great view of the ocean. It was really cool. Ooh. My my wife's parents came down basically, and a couple of our friends came down. They ran the race as well. We all kind of split the house. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, we did sort of the zoo thing as well. We did the San Diego Wildlife Park. Okay. So different than the San Diego Zoo, they're in partnership, but the wildlife park is really cool. It's been there for a long time, but they're, it's so well done it's mm-hmm. in terms of how much space the animals have, the types of animals they have. They have like, um, they have, uh, I mean, they're the, where the tigers walk through is sort of like you're walking through where the tigers live and there's just a fence around all of you, but you can see them all. Every, I mean, there's the, the tram ride where you kind of go out into where all the animals the, um, are sort of like sharing a big, wide open space. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. That's awesome. Like a preserve. They, they've done a lot of work. I mean, bringing animals out of extinction, like all that kind of stuff. Really, mm-hmm. really cool and so fun to take the kids. That's um, awesome. It was really, really fun. We did that the day before we left. So yeah, so my wife ran the marathon. We cooked out. It was great. Our buddy that we play golf with once in a while, we got to play uh, Tory Pines Golf Course, kind of a bucket list golf course. It was really, really mm-hmm. nice. It was really fun. Felt really lucky. We got like lucky, and one of his, this guy he knows that lives down there, he got us a tee time, and here we are getting to play this beautiful course. It was really fun. I planned on losing. I, I packed a lot of golf balls, knowing yeah. like, they played the U.S. Open there last year. Yeah. So I'm thinking like, we're just going to go there and enjoy the course. Sure. That was the the goal was like just let's just enjoy the course. We didn't want to ride. We really wanted to walk, which we did because mm-hmm. we felt like this was, this is our opportunity to like a really and en- like enjoy a course like this. Yeah. And let's walk the course. And man, I had so many balls in my bag. <laughs> I didn't lose one golf ball. Look at that. It's because you overplanned. That's how it works. I overplanned. If you I brought, thought, if, you yeah, if I brought like a sleeve, sleeve of balls, game over. Whole borrowing yeah, from whole your three, friend. I'm walking back to the clubhouse. You're walking in like you're knee deep in a pond. <laughs> Sir, yeah, searching you for gotta ice. get out. Sun-stained balls. Yeah, <laughs> my arm is stuck in the silt. We did get lucky. We played with a local guy, and he was like, "When they grow the rough out here, you're not finding your golf ball." <laughs> so it, it, yeah, luckily for us, it wasn't like tournament conditions. Yeah, but yeah, he was like, "Yeah, if they, if they grow the rough out, you're not, you're not gonna find your golf ball." <laughs> That's awesome. So it was fun. It was just overall great trip. We kind of realized there was one big celebration we had. My wife realized, sort of twofold. It's sort of the first vacation we've taken in two years. Mm-hmm. We've we got lucky and saw my parents a couple times when mm-hmm. we sort of met in the middle and did, but still it was like in the middle of COVID and you really got to be careful you don't go anywhere. I mean, mm-hmm. we felt like we could at least go do a couple of things. Now, golfing still an outdoor activity. The the um, wildlife experience still pretty much an outdoor activity the mm-hmm. whole time. So walking through the gift shops and stuff like we brought masks and all that kind of stuff, but it still felt like 
we got lucky to go do sort of like a family vacation, something that we yeah. intended to go do and, you know, plan on spending some time together. It was, it was just, it was a great time. So it was, that's great. You know, we felt very lucky to get to go do that. Sweet. And, uh, yeah, ride home, got lucky. No traffic. Traffic was on the way down, which is where I take, I think I'll take traffic on the way there. Oh, on a road trip. You're in no mood to back. go home. Yeah, you're in no mood to go home. It's the worst. If anybody ever lived in Los Angeles and drove to Vegas, <sighs> the drive home traffic or not is still a dumpster fire. Yeah. I mean, especially in Vegas, it's like you don't need to be there for more than I've always said this like two nights, three days tops. I mm-hmm. mean, after that, it's like, what are we doing here? Then you feel like you want to go home. That yeah. after that you're like, yeah. I gotta get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> That's been my Vegas experience. It's super fun the moment you get there and it peaks pretty quick before you start dumping money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like, the hotel, I gotta get out of here. I gotta get I gotta get out of here. Two days of hangovers in a row. I have gotta leave. I don't wanna be here anymore. <laughs> and then there's traffic. Yeah. Awful. Awful. That's my specific one. I know the drive home I hate. So my dumb dad moment, of course we're gonna have damn dumb dad moments on the trip. My mm-hmm. dumb dad moment was driving all the way there and all the way back on expired tabs. Didn't, like, we we got the tab. Your license plates were expired. License plates are expired. Registration. Uh, expired registration, expired tabs. Mm. And uh, definitely got them a week before. You had them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Had them on hand. For sure. Sitting okay. in the kitchen, on the table, ready to be put on the car. When... Where they don't belong. No, 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 no. They belong in the car. They give them to you and go, put this on your car, and you go, I'm going to bring this. In the house. Uh, excuse me. I'll tear open the mail to confirm what this is and set it in the kitchen for a week. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, which is exactly what we did. It should say on it, do not bring this inside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're already do not open indoors. <laughs> you're already halfway to where you need to be. <laughs> <laughs> when you pull this out of the mailbox. Because I've done the same stay thing. outside. Walk over to your vehicle. Yeah. Man. Yeah. And my wife like comes down. Where we get down there, she looks at me. She's like, "You know what's at at the house?" And I, mean, I was basically like, "You know that kind of the thing where you ex- the ex- the tabs, uh huh." Like when you think of it, mm-hmm. you both think of it in the same moment, sort yeah. of thing. Like, oh man. So that also felt probably pretty lucky. I mean, whatever would have got pulled over, would have got a story out of it, or mate probably got a ticket. I don't know, but like the whole time we're driving down there, sometimes you think we're making great time. I'm kind of with the flow of traffic here. The flow of traffic's like going seventy five, and it's yeah. a sixty five. But it doesn't take anybody to pick you off once or a cop to be driving behind mm-hmm. you and be like, oh, interesting. <laughs> Let's pull the speeder over. So sorry, officer. We're headed down with my spring break. Oh, and- that's rough. <laughs> I have to add on to my story real quick, to your dumb dad story. Uh, so the audition, I didn't, I didn't say this. Oh, I was going to say this. Sorry, I didn't I book out that. either. We're both actors. I didn't book out either, but mine felt more like an actual actor's experience, which I yeah, just didn't get the audition. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Well, yeah, you also would have been like, I'm not coming back. Hell no. Um, so I drove there and back, and then I go to the zoo. And then on the way back, on the way home from the zoo, yeah, kids are a mess. Was not a fun time. Uh, <laughs> like, my wife and I had fun. But, like, the kids were uh, were rough. Yeah. We're hearing this sound coming from the car. And we're just like, um... There's water leaking on the floor. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> and, and it was Tuesday. We went to the zoo on Tuesday. Got it. Leaving, you got it now. Leaving on Wednesday. Yeah. I know that because we're leaving tomorrow. <laughs> and there's a sound <laughs> and there's a sound coming from the car. Yeah. And not a great that's a sketchy. My, my dad listens to it and he's like, It sounds like the brake pads. And I was like, I thought the same thing as well. 
So the next morning, we'll wake up, and uh, ambitious Andy over here puts on workout clothes, <laughs> drives to the auto body shop, gives them the car, knowing it's going to be brake pads, uh-huh. and uh, he's like, we'll take a look at it. And I was like, great. We're leaving today. Um, we live in Los Angeles. It'd <laughs> yeah. be great if we could get that back. And he's like, well, I'll let you know when I look at it. And then I ran home. Ran three miles home. So I did <gasps> my own little. So you let him, they had, you had him do the brakes. And then he called me and he was like, yeah. He said, you came just in time. Your brake pad was down to the metal. It was scraping the rotor, but the rotor didn't need to be, which is like the rotor is like, if you scratch that up, you have to ship that out. Maybe they can buffer it there, but you just buy new rotors. We buy new rotors. Um, and either way, it's not great. And yeah, that's where we are right now, by the way. Currently, literally, literally right now. That you're brakes are squeaking. I got to do brakes this week. So he's like, you got to hear Justin time, man. He's like, these brake pads are rough. The rotor is fine, though. Yeah, I'll fix it. And then then he called like a couple hours later and he was like, oh, your car's ready. You can come on, pick it up. And I went, I went. Well, hey, man, I ran the first time. I'm not coming back. I'm going to wait for my dad to get home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wait for my dad to get yeah, home. My, I need to get a ride for my mom. <laughs> I did. My mom drove me. I'm allowed to be there at 4 yeah. or 15. Yeah. She's going to drop me off at the movies. Yeah. I think I'm going to do... I think I'm going to... I'm going to do the breaks, I think. Pretty sure. Yourself? I think so, Yeah. Instagram story, guys. I will. I'll do it. If I, if I am, I'm pretty sure I'm going to do it. I've done it before, long time ago. Okay. The key is though, my uh, our car, it has a handbrake, uh-huh. so it's a different thing though. If like, I think I believe your car has an electronic brake, parking brake, right? You yes. pull a, bu- you push a button, and yeah. then the electronic brake is engaged. Like if you do that, you have to. You, it'll it'll throw a code and then you got to go get like the the computer the car reset otherwise it's going to be like check engine light forever mm. but we don't have that on our car so i think i'm going to do it i'm pretty i'm confident i can do it kind of one of those things i've done it before i know like you got to do the caliper all that kind of stuff and you have to have a tool that compresses it and all that kind of stuff it's just whether or not like i feel like i can do it in an efficient amount of time because obviously we don't have a lot of time nowadays but yeah i would love to do it because i kind of would like to do it for sure. And but if you we'll guys want to see that journey, follow us on Instagram. Yeah. At Dumb Dad Pod. Evan will be posting that stuff in the story section. It's uh, fun to do that. I mean, to go, to go for I it. I should have posted my Toilets, run. breaks, whatever. It's, I'll, do, I mean, I'll do some more stuff like that. Yeah, it's fun to do. Evan will post his journey. Uh, but follow us on all social media. At Dumb Dad Pod. TikTok. Instagram. Twitter. We are the Dumb Dads on YouTube. Uh, give us a follow. We're going to start posting in a couple weeks. We're going to start posting our podcasts so you can actually watch them. We're going to put clips on Instagram, all that fun stuff. More oh. content to come. One more really quick really yeah. quick thing before we head to the joke. What? My buddy James and his wife Terry just had a baby like yesterday, the day before. So I just want to say congratulations, congratulations to James. Congratulations, James and Terry. New dumb dad in the world out there. That's he's, amazing. He's going to be an amazing dad. So Congrats to the family. Congrats to you, James, buddy. Yes, so check all that stuff out. Uh, thank you, as always, to at Redu on SoundCloud for our intro-outro and the sounds in between. And thank you, as always, to my lovely wife, Annie, for editing the podcast. Uh, uh, oh, I have the, the joke to take us out. It's a road trip joke. Perfect. Uh, when you're on the when you're on a road trip, Evan, how do you count the cows? Oh, I know this one. Mm-hmm. With a calculator. Gross. Uh, 
You didn't like it? No, that's what it is. I just hate it. You just, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, bye. bye. Welcome to the world, little one. Welcome to life. How do I stop this? As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.